Welcome everyone to another episode of the Campus Waterfowl Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Christians, and on this episode of the podcast, I am in Nebraska for our Collegiate Waterfowl Tour. I'm here highlighting some students of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln Ducks Unlimited chapter. If you guys are watching the YouTube video, um, you can see us just hanging out on the couch. Which Saturday evening here, we did a duck hunt this morning. Oh, I actually, we did a duck hunt all day today. Yeah. <laughs> all day, got a duck hunt. Um, and we'll definitely be talking about that in today's podcast. Um, and also some of their involvement with the Ducks Unlimited chapter that they've been running now for a few years. Probably talk about what's going on in Nebraska for duck hunting, what's it like hunting in general, possibly, and just what other whatever else we can think of. So uh, we got to talk about those Huskers, too, I think, right at the, oh boy. the start of this. Uh, I don't know if we Game just start got that. over no, with. We can, we can hang out on that one. <laughs> Still feeling a little salty. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, too, I should should say, um, our Thanksgiving episode. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hope you guys are having a good time with friends and, and family. Enjoy some turkeys and mac and cheese, all of, all those good good fixings that are going to be on the table. Hopefully you can get, get in a little, get some duck hunting in over the weekend as well. But uh, before we get into the podcast, like you guys know, we got to thank some sponsors of our Collegiate Waterfowl Tour. First off, Kent Cartridge. This year, they actually came out with a new load called Fastio Plus, which is a stacked load. And this season, we're shooting the two fours load. Um, you can see on the coffee table in front of us a couple of the boxes. We also got to thank Benelli USA for sponsoring this season of the Collegiate Waterfowl Tour. Everyone's familiar. You're familiar with Benelli. Um, can't thank them enough for for supporting what we do and supporting you guys, uh, supporting collegiate waterfowl hunters around the around the country. So, other than that, let's just jump into the podcast. We don't have no crazy introduction music. We just start talking. So perfect. Um, let's start out with some intros. Blake, you want to just uh, introduce yourself? Maybe what you do, what you're doing at UNL and uh, a little bit of, yeah, a little <laughs> bit about yourself. Uh, yeah. So I'm Blake Johnson here with. Uh, at UNL, um, I'm a major in ag, business with focus in finance and banking, with maybe a minor in wildlife management, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, so this is my place. Uh, just grew up on a farm, so pretty much just kind of living up here and kind of went to UNL after that and kind of met all – I met Jake and all these guys at Ducks Unlimited, so <laughs> kind of been a cool adventure there. But, yeah, that's kind of what's going on here. Yeah, I'm Jake Aiken. Um, I'm a senior here at UNL. Um I'm going into education, going to be a high school history teacher and probably coach all the sports I can, typical. But uh, I'm the chairman of the UNL Ducks Unlimited chapter, like Blake just said. Um, kind of met everyone through um, Ducks Unlimited, so we kind of got a close-knit group that we hang out with and stuff, and it's a pretty yeah. fun time. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, my name is McGuire Whittison. I'm a junior at UNL. I'm studying agronomy, and I'm planning on heading back to the family farm after this. Uh, maybe start a scouting business and just help on the family farm. So, nice. yeah. All born and raised in Nebraska? Yep. Yes, sir. From Nebraska? yep. Nice. Nice. First off, you guys already kind of mentioned that you guys got kind of all met one another through the Ducks Unlimited chapter. And that's how I actually met met you guys um, at third term a couple yeah. of years ago. Met Jake. Um, and then, you, you, yeah, you we bo- uh, yeah, uh, we were both there. and Blake were both there this last year. Yep. And two years ago, you guys were the – national champions yes we were yeah and prior to that we were also national champs in the year prior to that um we it was like covid or whatever so we didn't there was no national champ but we basically basically should have should have should have won but (laughs) yeah this this last year um we got second to nc state 
no no shade or anything we love you guys you guys are awesome but it kind of kind of stung a little bit but <laughs> revenge to her yeah some would right. say but right. it's all going towards the ducks so it's just a little friendly competition but yeah and for context for the listeners who might not be familiar with uh du and like what the national champions are do you guys want to describe what that is yeah so basically all our collegiate chapters just raise money for conservation just kind of what ducks unlimited does across the nation and stuff uh, we just hold events raise money for land conservation for wetlands and waterfowl and all that so basically um the, the college chapters like i said we just raise money and compete against one another just see who can raise the most amount of money biggest event all that jazz and it's just there's a big third term in memphis where we all get together as college chapters and exchange hunting stories and all that and just kind of get to know each other throughout I mean, I've talked to people from Clemson, Arkansas, LSU. I mean, just getting to know each other and kind of just spreading our mission with one another and feeding off each other, giving us ideas and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just really just conserving wildlife and stuff and all that. So For sure. that's what I got to say. I would, um, so you've been to third term two times now. Yeah, Jake. so, yep, I went two years ago and then this last year. So And then what were your guys' like kind of initial thoughts like first time going down to I was to mind Memphis. blown by the amount of chapters um, that came down and just seeing like how like everyone jived together like talking about their own stories from back home and I don't know it was just super cool talking about duck hunting in Louisiana or those Louisiana guys thinking they want to come duck hunting in Nebraska and just super cool um, sharing those stories with those guys so just kind of I mean we aren't really um, exposed to like southern Stories oh no, the accents like, down there getting, too. Are cold. Just talking to the Tennessee guys, that was awesome. LSU guys and Georgia Southern, we were exchanging some football stories from last year when they beat us. But <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, it was. I mean, it's it's nice to get out of the Midwest and get around and talk to other people about hunting and stuff and what they do and all that. Mm-hmm. How did you guys make so I've I hear that a lot of like people just you you enjoy hearing stories. Like, what's so enjoyable uh, listening to other people's stories and just, like, I, I guess, yeah, what what do you get out of that? Well, I guess, like, especially, like, with us, like, like it's kind of, like, they kind of live, like, stuff, like, you always hear, like, Southerners want to come up north and we always want to go down south just because, like, stuff we haven't experienced. Like, especially, like, for us, we've talked about, like, going down to hunt, like, timber, mm-hmm. which would be, like, crazy Arkansas, cool. Yeah. But, yeah, Arkansas, like, hunting, like, the cut-down call, you know, all that stuff. Stuff you see online that we're yeah. not used to. like, Duck Dynasty stuff, <laughs> yeah. like, yes, Duck please. Commander. Yeah, and then you go there, and, like, these guys have lived it. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, they're, that's, like, they're usual. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's kind of, like, the opposite way around, too, because, like, these guys are, like, we talked about this earlier, but, like, these guys saying, like, oh, I want to come hunt, like, Nebraska and all that stuff. And, like, we're, like. In the fields. Like, field, yeah. they want to field hunt. Yeah, like, yeah. they want to field Corn hunt. Cornfields. Like, like it's, it's, all you do is sit out there. Lay in a blind. Lay yeah. on a blind. Yeah. In the freezing cold. Yeah, but I guess it's just kind of, like, swapping, like, experiences that we want to experience. But they have, like, the intel. But mm-hmm. it's super fun. I feel like, like, you say that now and then, like, even at a grander scale. Like, yeah, we're talking about third term where you can actually hear the stories listen and you're person to person but it's like you're kind of doing the same thing on social media today where you're not you you might not have like direct communication with that person but you're kind of seeing through their photos of like mm-hmm. what they're what they've gone through to get maybe put that hunt together yeah for sure yeah because in third this I, I know this last third term we talked to a lot of people and we exchanged instagram's accounts and i still like snapchat guys mm-hmm. that i met talking about hunting and stuff and just i know our 
Ducks Unlimited uh, Instagram page. We got a lot of the chapters following each other and just kind of seeing what they're doing and what they're up to and stuff is just really kind of eye-opening and stuff. Um, even though we talk over stuff that that they do, it's just kind of cool seeing them doing it throughout the year instead of just talking about what they're going to do like in the future. Because like, that was the summer and they were we were all brainstorming stuff we were going to do in the fall and the spring and we were just coming up with stuff and then seeing other people other chapters do that and put it into motion is just kind of nice to see that mm -hmm. they're doing it for the ducks and stuff so mm -hmm. so you, we talked about third term a little bit you guys get the chance to meet other chapters and stuff but you guys also had just an opportunity that kind of came about last weekend i heard about heard about and i was gonna try this this was kind of like a last minute deal uh last weekend where was we were gonna try to maybe go hunt last weekend mm -hmm. but just mm -hmm. with weather and birds and just didn't work out but you guys had a cool event here on campus uh, last weekend yeah so we had the opportunity uh our governor here in the state jim pillen great guy um he usually has a tailgate for nonprofit organizations every every home game day so we got the opportunity he invited us out to the governor's governor's mansion where he lives and he just has this kind of spiel and it was on veterans day so we honored a bunch of veterans and we had a little booth set up just kind of telling people what we're about uh, had this decoy specially made for him, uh, Husker decoy, gave it to him as like a gift. Um, and we had a little booth, like I said, set up. We were selling memberships and uh, these hats that we had made, uh, Nebraska DU hats embroidered, kind of cool red and white hats. Um, pretty pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, what was, um, I guess, like, how did that make you feel like being invited to something like that, being able to meet the governor and share kind of what you guys do on campus? I mean, I just, it, I, I felt honored when Steve, our RD, Steve Wilson, told me we had this kind of in the works. I was like, pretty like, oh my gosh, like, this is a big deal. Like, the governor's asking us to come to his mansion to highlight us and stuff for all the money we raise for wetlands conservation. And it just kind of, I told the guys about it, and they're like, what were you guys' reactions? It's been I, I thought you were kidding at first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, the governor invited us to his mansion. Um, and then Tim Ferringer, he's he kind of set it up and put the works in it too. Got us this great big banner with our logo on it, Nebraska DU logo on it. And nice. got some pictures with the governor in front of that. But it was just – I think it, it was just a great time to just take in, like, the work we put in and stuff like that. Um, just kind of to be recognized as a nonprofit doing – doing work um, collegiately because mm -hmm. I know we have there's tons of DU chapters around the state but we're one of the top 50 in the country or something like that uh, raising money wise and that's in between college and um, just normal DU chapters wow. so yeah it's it's crazy I, th I think in uh, so the first podcast we did this season we had um, Cam Bolin She's a coordinator of youth and education for DU, and she she talked about the youth and ed program and Ducks University and how much money they raise. And it, I can't remember exactly the number, but it's it's outrageous. Yeah. Um, and that that program is just growing pretty very fast. Um, one thing I, I'm kind of curious is so Campus Waterfowl was always start it it got started on the idea of like collegiate hunters weren't being recognized by by the 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 big companies in the outdoor industry essentially um how and kind of going or 
tying this to your event that you had last weekend, I'd imagine there were probably some older, maybe older folks walking around. What were their kind of perception? What was their perception of um, just like the collegiate, the collegiate uh, chapters and like what you guys were doing on campus? I mean, I think the main thing, we had people coming up to us and didn't really know what we were doing. They knew what DU was, but they were kind of shocked to see us college kids having like such an impact on the state because um, they're not used, they're used to normal DU chapters, just adults doing the work. And I think it was kind of just weird or out of the blue to see us there uh, spreading the same mission that other chapters do throughout the state. And then we had some encounters with some people just like trying to educate them on what we're about. It's not just killing ducks and hunting and stuff. It's what we do conserving land in order to do that, in order to keep uh, the environment up to date and everything. So I think spreading our mission was just our one of the main goals um, with the older population because I mean a lot of them knew know what DU was, and we were just trying to educate them on what we do as a as as a as a college chapter compared mm -hmm. to like um like i said the other du chapters throughout the state so mm -hmm. i just wonder yeah what their thoughts are just and I, i'd imagine it's probably probably refreshing seeing a younger crowd no yeah running these types of mm -hmm. organizations yeah we had a lot of people coming up to us and thanking us for doing what we're doing as in young individuals 20 19 19 mm -hmm. to 22 year olds and just taking the initiative of um, giving back to everything around us, nature-wise and environmental-wise. So um, there were there were a lot of people that were thanking us and mm -hmm. saying that they were proud of us for doing what we were doing and stuff yeah. like that. So it kind of felt reassuring for us, knowing that we're doing something good, mm -hmm. something right for the for the environment. So, mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about let's talk about hunting. Let's talk about this today. Let's do it. We can, uh, we can do that. <laughs> Um, I got, I just got to tell, I want to tell this story. So three years, so I came in on this, this weekend. Uh, we, we had this plan, what, a week in advance now? Yeah, a week or two. A week, yeah. week or two in advance. Um, I flew in Friday night, got, got here. And as we're like planning where we're going to be hunting Saturday morning, I kind of like, I, I have no idea where I'm, where I'm going. Like I, all, I trust you guys of like yeah. planning everything. And as we're like just sitting around the table discussing, I, they're starting to look at Onyx maps, and I'm like, I swear, I'm, I've, I'm looking at the map. I'm like, I've hunted that spot before that we're going on Saturday morning. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> and I started thinking about it, and looked at. So I have Google Google Maps timeline. Like always, I have my date, my um, location kind of always shared. That way, I can look back at like where I was at in certain days. And three years ago, exactly to this weekend, I was hunting that same spot that we were hunting this weekend. With Wayne State, with, right? With Wayne State College, which is wild. And, and like, just to think, like, we've, like, I've kind of been all around the country and, like, go to all these places. But it's, like, going back to a spot that was one of the first spots I've ever hunted dirt to do the tour and, see, like, seeing the area again, it was, like, it was super refreshing. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. So and I, I don't know if I'll ever get that chance again. The fact, too, that Blake hunted like three days before yeah. that. Right. Against yeah. Wins, yeah, you were telling me State. the day I hunted three years ago, you were there like two or three days yeah. ago yeah. Before, picture on the before I was yeah. there, which is insane. Yeah. Could have crossed paths. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Like that that guy was the guy sky busting the whole time. <laughs> Holy cow. And you guys, you said you did get really good that day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And our day, I think our our hunt was fairly slow. We got the YouTube video. Yeah. We watched yeah. it the other yeah. like last yeah. night. Last night, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so you were the reason for that. That's why. Yeah, I know. You shot that place up before <laughs> we got there. <laughs> Darn it. Um, but no. So let's talk talk about um, kind of what 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 have the conditions been lately here in Nebraska? And, and I want to say, yeah, this this podcast is being recorded on November. What is today? Eighteenth. Eighteenth. Yeah. November eighteenth. So that way, some listeners can kind of <coughs> know what the weather's been like. I guess I can kind of go first on that. Um, so we're hunting east of Nebraska, so especially uh, we've just been super dry. Mm-hmm. Like I know especially we hunt a lot of Lincoln area around our school. And like uh, the last three years, like we've lost spots left and right. Mm-hmm. But I remember like uh, three years ago, we we had probably 10-ish places like marshes and stuff like that we'd hunt. And just over the years, it like, seems like every year, like, we go to scout and everyone's, like, just another one down. Now it's almost just big open water. Yeah. Lakes. Really? That's kind of crazy. Not many marshes anymore. Yeah, I know western Nebraska's gotten a little bit of better rain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, we were thinking about maybe going out there, too, just, like, North Platte area, because like, that's obviously, like, mm-hmm. when you think, like, Nebraska duck hunting, like, west, like, they're right along that um, migration path. But, yeah, no, eastern Nebraska's just been dry. But, um, honestly, we've had some timely rains and some timely conditions that have helped um but for the most part it hasn't been like terrible com- considering the last two years mm-hmm. the last two years have been really slow and this year we got off to a hot start um i believe it was october like 25th is the end like october. halloween yep. area yep. Mm-hmm. we had a huge cold front come in and we saw a huge pushing birds yep i remember like especially on the bottoms like uh, where we're hunting kind of on the river um i had guys i had buddies there that were shooting like 10 man limits in, like 30 minutes 40 minutes but after that, we warmed up real quick, and it's just Still been stale warm. since, yeah. And yeah. it just hasn't got cold again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's what I was going to say is just the temperature here has just been fluctuating. And it's mid, the Midwest, like we're known for weird yeah. weird weather patterns. But this year has been really warm. Like we had, like you said, that cold front. But from here, from there on out, it's just been 60s, yeah. lower 70s, well, upper like, 50s. Yeah, like even looking back at like um, – snapchat memories like from last year we hunted mm-hmm. these, this, we hunted this weekend too yeah last year um and the snow on the ground ice yeah we usually that. we usually have at least four four days of snow yeah in november yeah. by now and i'm yeah. walking to class in shorts and a t-shirt yeah. and i'm just like i'm supposed to be wearing a sweatshirt right now there's mm-hmm. coat but yeah. i remember when we got that cold front too we're like oh here we go. Yeah. We're going to have a cold and year. And it, it was on. Like, we were, yeah, it was on. It was, it was like rolling. Birds were flying. Yeah, it was I know, couple days. I know my dad back here, he, he hunts a river up by South Dakota and Iowa and the tri-state area. And they see. They said, like, when we were hunting, they were seeing birds left and right. Uh, he'd call me every day. He's like, birds are moving up north, yeah. so you guys are going to be having a good weekend. And, I mean, we'd shoot a few, but it's nothing, nothing migratory. But – up here, there was a few days he said they limited out and just watched them. They were in the blind, just watching them coming to the spread and leaving, just kind of mesmerized by them for a few hours and just stuff like that. But we don't really see that much down east yeah, where uh, we're at. But yeah, it just depends, you know, um, because, like, I, I would say probably duck migration. We're probably, like, kind of on point from where we were, were last year for the most part mm-hmm. because we got that early push from them. But, like, I think, like, geese were nowhere close. No, it's late. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we, we have, like, hunting. local birds, and I know mm-hmm. we've talked about that. We shot some geese 
last year about this time and i don't know if yeah. there's much flying really like last year we were we were hunting migrators on the river yeah and like it was like consistent couple of days of that um but like this year we're like every spot we've hunted for geese has just been like local birds or like town birds urban birds coming off uh city roost so mm-hmm. it's just a lot different which is fine too it's fun trying to adapt and not doing yeah. the same thing every year but yeah. it's yeah. just we've definitely worked for it this year yeah, yeah. We worked a lot more for it but yeah. it's been it's been fun still we, we're still shooting some but one cool thing i thought when that cold front came through the amount of pintails we had oh yeah in yeah. lincoln we've ne- we've never any we've mm-hmm. never seen something like that in lincoln yeah that one that, that one morning we had how many we have how many we shoot three couple, or four yeah but we had a couple of big flocks probably yeah, yeah. worked us pretty hard and we're like we're like we're all baffled we're like are those are those pintails <laughs> <laughs> they sure they Pick sure were yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that was good are you guys hunting mostly fields, or are you on, like, those bigger chunks of water that you yeah. talk about? Bigger chunks of water mm-hmm. around where we go to school and stuff. Yeah. I mean, have you guys field hunted? We, um, we done, we've done it once or twice. Yeah. Just, it's yeah. tough finding some public or private land around yeah. Lincoln. but Yeah, we're going to try to probably transition a little bit to field hunting now if it gets a little colder. But, yeah. like, even just, like, these warmer, like, especially the first couple months, it's just tough to see anything landing in the field to get all these, like, especially, like, the the teal and all that stuff. Like, there's just, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know the geese are kind of moving down down in Lincoln, too. I've, I've seen them kind of mm-hmm. flying in from the north and stuff and at we, where I live. And um, they're just, I, I mean, I'm just seeing some movement mm-hmm. geese-wise. But and we're finally to the point where we have, like, enough decoys and stuff that we can yeah, properly field out. hunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And thanks to Blake. <laughs> yeah. Trade. Sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, we gotta, you gotta tell that story. The story you, you were telling us the other night. Yeah. Uh, well, your duck boat. Yeah. yeah so your, your duck boat. <laughs> I had a duck boat, the Moby. Uh, me and a buddy, actually Colton, um, he'll be hunting with us tomorrow. But we built it in this very shed um, three years ago, and I think I've duck hunted out of it like five times, six times over the past three years, and it's just been like an endless cycle of like, oh, this is the year, you know? We'll put a blind on it. We're gonna hunt it out of it. I know it's true, and then it's like. And we don't do it again. So I'm like, I throw it up on Facebook, and it's like just an endless cycle of doing this. Finally, um, the night before we you Thursday got in, night, yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. night, I was gonna go home. So I was supposed to go home at like two o'clock. We'll come here, like two o'clock. I was gonna go scout. I had my sister scout for us, and then <laughs> like um, Shay, yeah, Thank Shay, you. she did the terrible job. What a job. great sibling. She did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> she won't hear this anyways. It's okay. But um, no, traded the boat in for some decoys, which was timely. But yeah, kind of crazy how the time, timing works out on that. But yeah. it was wild. Yeah, I, rem- I remember you calling me like, "Well, I just got a few more dozen uh, full bodies, and I got some some dive bombs." And I'm like, "All right." And I said, "If we ain't gonna, ready to if go, we shoot some. We're gonna look like we shoot some." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Love the love the trade. Yeah. So so how'd the hunt go today, you guys? Yeah, it wasn't bad. You, you can't you can't share everything either because oh, yeah, you gotta yeah. keep. Yeah. The viewers and listeners, like, they got to they gotta want to learn more. They got to watch the YouTube video that's yeah. coming out on Thursday. Well, this guy got to sleep in a little bit while us three uh, yeah, woke okay. up at 3 a.m. Yeah, like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll get up at 3. We'll go get a spot. Yeah. No one showed up. Yeah, so Casually. we were there a little too early, but well, better safe than sorry. It all worked out, too, because, you know, someone didn't show up when they're supposed to, and we yeah. had to grass the whole blind. So yeah. it still worked out, but <laughs> yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will see in the video we had to – we love making blinds. Yeah. yeah, we've gotten pretty good at that. I mean, from all the public land. If there's anything doing. we're good at, it's making some makeshift blinds. <laughs> yep. Hang our hat on that. But yeah, no, it was a good morning. Honestly, um, 
we, we were expecting pretty... something very different not to shoot or see anything. Well, yeah, it's just been so slow. I, I got that call from my dad last night, like, because oh uh, we went up kind of where I'm from, and he was like, yeah, the birds have not been moving. Like, they've been hunting on the river, and they're like, we haven't seen a speck or a speck of anything. And uh, we were just like, oh, God. Gave me like, terrible anxiety. I know. We were like, <laughs> oh, we were yeah. like. And the conditions just weren't right. Yeah, it was stale no. out. There barely was. There yeah. was like no wind. So. We were we were very. I was very nervous for this hunt. Oh my gosh! This morning, I know you were. Oh my gosh! We, my had, we had Derek on this. here. Yeah. <laughs> but but we made a day out of it. We did make a day uh, out of it. A full day. A full full day. Full day. Yeah. It wasn't pretty, but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> and it was successful, so that was pretty cool. But with a nice nice number of ducks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys. They left early to go eat, or you guys had lunch, and yeah. me and Furlong, Jackson, mm-hmm. we stayed behind and kept the decoys under control and shot a few more in, in the meantime. So that was, it worked out good today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It got warm. It got real warm. Got, we we, we adapted to the ducks. They were kind of, you'll see in the video, they were kind of not doing what we it wanted was, it to do. Yeah. It's kind of weird, but we adapted. I think they were just, they were they were narrow focused, or I don't know why you like narrow sighted. They tunnel wanted vision. to go to one they're spot. Tunnel vision. Yeah, tunnel vision. They yeah. just want to go to one spot. and. Our decoys were not where they wanted to go, so we we adapted. That's for sure. We had a spread too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that was the most. And they didn't want to go that. to the spread. They wanted to go well, nowhere near the spread. Yeah. Well, depend on how you looked at it, you know, because we got some big ducks that landed in there. But yeah, I think the uh, big ducks were coming. Yeah, but none of the, none of the teal. The teal wanted nothing to do with it. No. Shooting though. Yeah, we were. You'll see. Very <laughs> mediocre. I'm gonna put that out there. Very mediocre. Yeah. But Luckily, I was I was lacking the camera abilities, so I wasn't Perfect. getting no on the birds <laughs> real. I wasn't getting on the birds real quick, so it and it was they were kind of hard to see too with all the grass. yeah we were our blind and stuff. The grass, blind, the blind grass was tall. The we were sun looking was into right the sun. in our the eyes. Sun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those two. Uh, what were they? Yeah, Widgeon. Widgeon were right in the sun. On the on the water and no, we're calling. Yeah, gadwalls. Yeah, gadwalls. Yeah, yeah. laying around the sun. And we like were calling and, and we're, like, we're like, me and you were like, dude, I can't see them. Like, <laughs> I know they're there. Like, you guys, you guys were calling on the off to our right, and I'm like, they're like 45 yards out, and we could just could, I had no idea where they're at. I'm like, I'm like, where are where are they? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they were right in the sun. I'm like, they're still there, and they ended up getting up, and yeah, I think we shot them. So. Yeah, we knocked them down, but made work of them. And I was very surprised the amount of teal we saw all day. Yeah. For November, um, this low, this so late in November. I mean, How back, hot it is. We've yeah. been hunting pretty hard back in Lincoln the last few weeks, and we've we haven't seen teal in two weeks. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, barely any. It's and just crazy how far you know like you go different spots. Well, I'm sure it's like especially with the weather, like you know, um, they got pushed, and then all of a sudden they just like locked up and stayed in one spot, patterning. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of crazy getting those little pockets. Yeah. Yeah, and we when we were driving to lunch, we kind of drove around the lake and. We saw a lot of canvas backs and redheads, and because where we, yeah, I mean there was stuff everywhere, but they weren't. There was biting. constant movement. Yeah, weren't biting us. It was even during the middle of the day when it was just me and Jackson. It was every hour, forty-five minutes, ducks, yeah. ducks flying, Flocks and in. ducks working, and it was good. Sometimes they just came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. There was a couple like we're just hanging out, we're talking. Holy cow! It like like well, and you're kind of you're kind of in that valley too. So like, if they're below the horizon, oh, under the hill, like you can't see them. Nothing. Yeah. So. The I, remember, I remember you and me were sitting in the blind and we were talking or something, and I just hear flapping, and I look up and there's like at least seventy canvasbacks or redheads yeah, above us, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, a little too high for our shotguns, but yeah, but they're fun to watch though. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool to see. For sure. A lot, of, a lot of pheasants too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. 
Those horse riders yeah. running around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys it. missed out on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had some bird watchers, too, out there. Yeah, yeah we convoy did. of bird watchers. Yeah. We were a militia. Did, did we shoot any when the, I think we did. Yeah, we the, did. Their last yeah. loop. We're like, they're, they're looking at the other side of the road. We shot somebody. They came yeah. over like, what's going on over here? <laughs> Got their, their, their big binos out. So oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah just having fun funny. over here. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I didn't know about this area uh, before coming in was you guys were talking about just pit blinds in yeah. this area. Mm-hmm. Can you guys talk about that a little bit? Uh, ahead, I guess really? I'll talk more about that since like I'm kind of more from this area. but. Yeah. Um, I guess it kind of depends on what you know, but like Ralph Kohler, he's kind of like a legend in this area and kind of in the industry a little bit. Depends on how old you are, I guess. But um, you, there's a lot of people around, especially like in Nebraska and the Midwest, that have hunted his blinds, like the Kohler blinds. Um, I think it's one of the longest lasting pit blind manufacturers yeah. in the company. Hmm. But um, yeah, so he's originally from around this area, and um, he used to have like three properties on the river. And he used to use two as like a kind of like a I'm trying to think of the word safe haven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so it's it's just like a kind of cool, you know, kind of seeing the history around here. Mm-hmm. And now, especially what's, what kind of came of that is now you got these big companies coming in, building his hundreds, hundreds of thousand dollars pit blinds. It's like just nuts. Yeah. Like I know I showed you guys the video of that one. I'm not going to say the company, company name, but yeah, it's like a poker table in it fridge a full kitchen 60 inch tv yeah. 60 inch tv yeah it's like those are gosh. like those are like bunkers those, yeah, yeah, those are like duck hunting bunkers yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, scared. they're 15 like, i'm scared to come around. home to my wife <laughs> like i'm le- i'm going to hide from <laughs> yeah, my wife yeah. for a few few weeks. hours maybe a day weeks. week <laughs> weeks but. no but i would say pip lines are fairly common right along the river where we're at in the yeah. bottoms yeah well honestly there's so it's just changed a lot because, like, it used to be, like, just a bunch of fields and, like, you get a couple select ones every now and then. But um, recently it's just really been industrialized. Like, you can't throw a rock without hitting a pit line of some sort. Mm-hmm. And it's just – especially it's kind of crazy, too. It's just kind of – not that it's a challenge, but kind of trying to find feeds and stuff like that with pre- birds pressure that much. Mm-hmm. Um, it just – it's a different aspect of things because um, – especially trying to work the river – Cause there's not, it's not like it's a whole river, like all the way across the state. It's just a certain segment right where I want to hunt. Yeah. On but, the east, east side. But it's, no, it's, it's super cool, the history behind it. And we still know the guy that um, actually hunts Ralph Kohler's blind now, too, the original blind. Hmm. So it's just, it's just cool kind of seeing that. Kind of like a little piece of history. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That, like, you never would have thought of that to, or anything. No. Uh, I just think it's crazy how many ducks, like the amount of ducks we've seen. Like especially, like I know we, um, I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it, but like we hunted uh, yesterday afternoon, kind of like a last minute hunt, mm-hmm. and that was uh, we we didn't shoot anything. No, 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 we didn't shoot. We a put shot. A, we put a lot of a lot of it was more bodies like, out it was more one of those you know like you drop back it was like a Nebraska game you drop back nine yards and just chuck it as deep as you can and try to get a hail Super, mary. Yeah, but um, <laughs> we did not. No. But we it was fun. It was watching. definitely a hail mary. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. We couldn't have gotten any closer to the X. No, yeah. it was right the on the there. X. Yeah, no, but um, thousands of them. Oh my gosh, yeah. Every bird in Burke County was there, and we had thousands of us fly right over us and just yeah. did not care at all. Yeah, we were we were we were honking at them, trying we to were trying, trying to call our them. Darkest. 
Yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear Jake's calling. Yeah. Uh, or when you see the video. <laughs> Mine too. Mine's nothing. Yeah. I had, a, I had a faulty call, but I'm not saying I'm a good caller, but I got a, I got a better one the second half of the day. So. Mm-hmm. But, funny. yeah, I'm nothing – I'm nothing special. <laughs> no, but even like today too, like um, the amount of divers and geese we saw just on that because yeah. it's it's where we hunted today was kind of like two separate lakes, so it was kind of cool. But um, kind of three separate lakes, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. But um, it was just kind of crazy to see like the amount of ducks just flying everywhere and just like, and we still did a pretty good job. But, like like especially like the divers, just those big old wads. It was just mm-hmm. nuts. Especially, like, kind of in Lincoln, where we've just seen, like, a lack of birds this last couple of weeks. Yep. But, that's yeah, been cool. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys, um, did you guys all grow up d- duck hunting? Oh, yeah. I have not. Uh, I didn't, didn't so, my dad, my dad grew up duck hunting, and he actually helped run a guide service when he was in high school and college. And then, I think he kind of just got tired of doing that all day long, every day, so... I never did really grow up doing a whole lot of it, but coming to college, I met Blake actually in our fraternity, and ever since I've been diehard with him. So, yeah. Uh, I grew up duck hunting. My uh, so speaking of DU, my grandpa started the chapter up here in South Sioux City. Um, so he was a chairman. Then my dad took over. So I've been at DU events ever since I was could walk. So I've been in the blind. I remember going field hunting with my dad and my uncle and with my little Red Rider BB gun. and <laughs> You got I, a BB gun? I, yeah. The only thing I, I have is a, a little air pump gun. <laughs> yeah, and I'd, gun. yeah I'd, be, I'd, be in the, I'd be in the layout blinds and popping out with my BB gun, acting <laughs> like I was shooting with them. And, I mean, that, I kind of saw some of the, the good hunts that they went on, but I never really remember any of it. But, um, so I've been in DU, duck hunting, everything under the sun for a long time, and that's how I got thrown into the – uh unl chapter steve he's one of my dad's best friends so i've known him he's like one of my one of my second fathers i'd say um known him forever he kind of just throw me in he's like you're taking over here pretty soon so (laughs) welcome i'm like okay i kind of saw this coming so i mean yeah i've been been around it my whole life so yeah i'm kind of complete opposite yeah um so like i we always i was like i grew up on a farm like um it's good hunting around here but, like, we've always been, like, deer hunting and pheasant hunting. But my dad, like, first time he ever duck hunted for real was, like, with me, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of nuts. But, um, like, he knew, like, my, my dad and McGuire's dad know each other pretty well. They're, pretty, like, they're great friends from college. But um, I guess, like, first time I duck hunted was in freshman year of college and kind of just picked it up from there. I think I had one buddy took me out once. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I just kind of picked it up. It was just fun, just different. It but was just, hard. Yeah. yeah, like like you said, like I started out deer hunting when I was young, and I mean, today yeah. is last, or I guess today is the last weekend of deer season, and we're out duck hunting. I mean, yeah. that's how much we care about duck hunting. That's now another point I got to talk compared about. Compared to yeah. deer hunting, I mean, yeah, that's just how addicted I, we are to duck hunting nowadays. Yeah, and I'd say it's this year and last year has really changed, or being in college has changed me because yeah. I've used to hunt with my dad and my uncle and my grandpa and <laughs> yeah. all the old guys and just not doing as much but now I'm like hunting with college guys and guys my age and we're yeah. doing a lot different like we're vlogging and stuff taking pictures and well, they don't they don't like that you guys <laughs> kind of got the spiel from my uncle earlier today <laughs> in the truck how many cameras you got out there how yeah. many cameras you guys got and we're like well at least seven and he's like are you are you kidding me like 
he, it was kind of not soul. as PG-13 as that, but it, it was yeah. really funny. I wish I wish yeah. we could go more in depth on the conversation, but and that's I'll what we're that. that's yeah. what we're really enjoying now too is not just going out there and just shooting as many ducks as you can. We're out there taking pictures, taking taking videos and documenting. Yeah, and documenting. We just kind of the environment around us. Yeah, and, I mean, nothing better than waking up and getting out on the water and just seeing everything, sun sunrise, birds flying, like. In the in the cold, I know sunrise. it kind of sucks. Yeah, sunrise. You're yeah. a sunrise guy. Sunrise yeah. guy. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah. Oh, they're they're nice. No. I like sunsets too. <laughs> no, but it's just it's it's cool getting a group of guys just be able to do that. I know, like we started out. I think it was me, you, and like one other guy, and like uh, Furlong, our other guy in the background here. I don't think he ever came hunting with us one time the year before. Yep. Yeah. And now the last two years, it's just like and, every day. And now we got a group of. 15 sometimes yeah. i mean there's like 15 or 20 guys yeah it's yeah. getting to the point where like ah, i don't well, know if you can come we yeah. can't fit six in this we want that line we want that one morning where we had you and me and we then two hosed. other guys oh that was awesome and you we guys were hosed. on the other awesome. other other side of the lake how many ducks did you guys shoot zero and you we guys could were, have had a full limit of comrades. Yeah, <laughs> they seagulls comrades. yeah they were all over us you could have put your hand up and grabbed one of them by the neck yeah but yeah you guys are shooting shooting the heck out of them yep. and we're like oh there they go wow. <laughs> leaving but yeah it's just fun getting out with guys your age i think and well, being, heck. A- being able to have fun well heck i think some of the best mornings we've had like we just, like it would that we barely duck on it like yeah it was just one of those mornings like hanging out flying or yeah. like mm-hmm. just goofy mm-hmm. stuff going on but talking about the night before and weekend before and oh scaries yeah but no, it's it's super fun just getting a group of guys that you know, passionate about the same thing and kind of have similar values and honestly just kind of figure this stuff out together. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure it out alone is like like damn. None of us know. are professionals and no. just far from it. Yeah. yeah. But where do you guys is it? Where do you guys go to um, try to get better at what you do? Or do you is it more trial and error? Uh, some trial and error. So like it's just weird because like. So we do. We watch like obviously YouTube nowadays. It's like that's the thing, you know. Do you do you learn stuff from YouTube videos? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like how do, how are you like um, how are you taking like um, deconstructing those videos like to learn stuff? I mean, I don't really like watching like those big commercial outfitters just because like they just show up and they're already hunting. Like I like watching those little like kayak hunters or something. They go out and they tell you how they're positioning their decoys or tell you how they're working the wind. And that's on the that's wind where I learned stuff, a lot yeah. from how to like judge that and how to set up yeah. our own spreads. Yeah. Like they're not like shooting like axe shots. Like they're like they're filming like their whole thought process. The, the nitty gear, the yep. nitty gritties yeah. and why they're doing what they're doing and yeah. stuff like that. And I think that's what we're looking at is just why they're doing what they're doing so we can bring it back and just keep it in the back of our heads when I've, we're when we're looking. Yeah, I'd kind of like given the like a uh, related to like film, you know. High yeah. school football, got the film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like something to relate to. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that and, like, obviously just, like, you know, there's so many people out there giving, like, tips and tricks videos. Just mm-hmm. like I mean, you can TikTok and Instagram. Oh, reels. Yeah. You can learn. I see if you just, talk, I if you just say Instagram duck reels. five times in a row, I'm sure you'll get an Instagram reel that has <laughs> yeah. some about duck. So my, so my dad's about to turn 50 on Christmas Day, and he's sending me TikToks yeah. about duck hunting. Like. <laughs> Yep. Like, come wild. On. Come I on, mean, 50-year-old? The egg rolls <laughs> made today were on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. yeah, Furlong. Yeah. Furlong made some egg rolls. You guys will have to check that out. They were actually very good. Fire. And I recommend 10 out 10. following the recipe. 10 out 10. This is his first time ever cooking anything. So 
Supposedly that was the first time cooking or frying bacon. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You better not tell that. your girlfriend about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I highly recommend. Very good. Um, and that video will be out from when this podcast is posted next week. Next gotcha. week. So, yeah, yeah. Good deal. But Keep uh, your mouth watering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also say, like, uh, not only YouTube videos, but, like, also trial and error. Like, we've done a lot of trial and error. We've we failed a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It just seems like because a lot of – Depending on where these YouTubers are hunting, like their their situations are always a lot di- can can be a lot different compared to what you're hunting. For sure. And mm-hmm. so, and even if like, even if you are say both hunting fields, like both hunting a cornfield, those birds in those areas act differently than the of birds yeah. they yep. do in this area. Depending on obviously definitely locations, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's still yeah. I think tri- trial and error. Is I think we. I think we fail more than we win, usually. A lot of times. Yeah. I mean, today we didn't. I mean, by no means were they giving it up right in front of our face today. No. So, And, I mean, we still scratched out. And Long day. Yeah. It was a good day, though. Clogged. No complaints. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we ever, if I've done that before, where, granted, we did leave for yeah. a few hours, but we were there at shooting light until left. Until Me and Jackson. Shooting. Jackson. You're there. You're there. The the whole we had I mean, to. We, we door dashed you guys. We came yeah. with some McDonald's quarter pounder meals. I didn't get a five star rating I, on that. <laughs> I, I hope it's in the footage. But there was one time I had my waders completely off. I had my right sock off because it got wet, and yeah. we shot ducks at the same time. So yeah, yeah you guys might, you were gone. Leaking. We might see a barefoot shooting a duck. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that, you, that happened when we were gone. Yep. Oh gosh. Yeah. You just so. had. I told you guys to turn on the 360 camera. It worked good. It worked great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, ex- I'm just excited. Steal the footage that come out of this. I'm, like, not, I'm, yeah. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Oh, for sure. Oh, you <laughs> oh, should be nervous. Yeah, you and Jackson should be nervous. There's a lot of shooting going on. Yeah, a lot of shooting. <laughs> a lot of, lot of, a lot of talking. Yeah. But no, it was a great time. Yeah. But um, so kind of to rewind a little bit, you guys mentioned that it's good to hunt with one another, being same age, um, all that that peer to peer, just yeah, camaraderie that you guys have. Um, now you guys at this point in college, senior, Jake, you're a senior yep. and then you both are juniors. I'm a senior too. You're a senior. I'm a junior. Okay. So now my question is what's going to happen after college? Probably still hunt with each other on the weekends. I don't That's know. That's the only plans I got. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll probably live other places, but I mean, my dad still hunts with his college buddies sometimes, so I mean, yeah. I don't think it'll ever. Mm-hmm. I think we'll find some weekends and days we have off to get back together and get the gang back together. Like your chat ain't going. We're gonna, we'll get some spots. Me and my dad want to get a pit yeah. line on the river by our place and yeah. say less. Like I know, I know. <laughs> Brett will want to come up and hunt. Yeah. So we'll have to have well, yeah, that, Brett, Brett, like, Brett likes it when he can just walk in, don't have to do anything for it, just <laughs> yeah. sit there and shoot. But no, it, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Figured out from there. We'll, yeah. know, we got time, but just gotta find those weekends. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta get the gonna, they, have, gonna have make those hunting trips. Make those hunting trips. <laughs> the eight <Yeah>. to fives. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's kind of the off season for farmers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get past harvest, it's pretty much for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. I'll be working all year, so. You get summers off though. Summers off. Can't really. Duck Wrong out, time. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time for football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can say you're sick. Yeah. Teaching the youth. <laughs> got a cold today. <laughs> On a Friday. I got a really good cold front. I'm actually feeling pretty sick today. <laughs> yeah. 
We can, we can, I could probably squeeze that in and make that work. But Hopefully my future employers don't see this. Yeah, they're not listening. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't include your name in the descriptions or okay. anything. That way Sweet. we can't search your name. Sweet. This pops perfect. There's a different J.K. Kuhn, I swear. <laughs> All right. So we're getting, yeah, we're, we're getting close to an hour here. That's about usually how long our podcasts go for. But um, what, what are some things that you guys have coming up for your guys's chapter this upcoming year or even yet this semester if you guys have anything yeah i mean we're still brainstorming stuff i mean one of the biggest things we're trying to look at is trying to get merch out because i know a lot of people in nebraska like to wear their husker stuff so we're thinking about getting some merch out because we don't have very much but um and then we were talking about bingo nights we still have to put one of those together kind of what we did in memphis Maybe like a great gun giveaway at a yeah. bar or something. Because I know they did that a few years ago mm-hmm. before we were in college. But yep. if we want to bring that back, I mean, we could make some good money off that. But our main thing is our banquet in the spring. Um, it's just normal DU banquet kind of, but we just run it all, just like college, all the college chapters around the nation. Um, but the main thing we do is we get a lot of donors. That's kind of how we make our money. We talk to the right people bring them back, just thank them for their donations and stuff because they really want to see us succeed nationally, uh, nationwide. So our main thing is just our spring banquet and trying to trying to create those relationships with these donors. I mean, I know every year I've talked to at least 20, 20 different guys saying, hey, plan on coming to the banquet and love to see you there. Um, just creating those relationships with them in order to get the donations we need and stuff to be successful and, and all that. So um, that's kind of what our main goal is as a chapter every year is just that spring banquet, just mm-hmm. kind of being our main focus. But we've been talking, um, we didn't do it this year, but potentially having like a smaller fall banquet and opening it to other people and just trying to get like college, college wise, yeah. like get, um, Maybe a younger crowd. Younger Maybe crowd, because our, our, at our banquets, mostly our families and alumni, and then our committee, and then the oh, big, yeah. big donors and stuff like that. So it's, it's we want to get uh, people our age more involved, because mm-hmm. I know like when we're talking to the southern schools and stuff, like they're all college and they do events and stuff college-wise, like they're like fraternities, mm-hmm. and I think that's the difference between our chapter and. All the other, cha- a lot of chapters we've met at Memphis is they kind of treat it as like a Greek, yep. you know, Greek like a fraternity. Almost, yeah. And I mean, we have a lot of fraternity members in our, in our chapters. We're trying to get more branched out and trying to get people that aren't fraternities um, just to kind of congregate. And we actually um, are co-ed this year. Yeah, we officially. Officially co-ed because mm. when we were in Memphis, we saw, I mean, there was chapters that have girls in it and everything we're like you know what like why can't we do that so me and Blake kind of started talking to to some people and got them interested and he's kind of the recruitment chair of the (laughs) committee (laughs) I kind of put that title on him this year so yeah I think we just like it's just mainly about spreading awareness because I feel like it's a lot of people just don't know like yeah we are there's a there's a there's a at least a student base yeah there's a core of us in in the chapter that hunt know what kind of what du is about but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are there for the social aspect and i'm totally i, I, I love that people want to be in the committee because it's a fun time mm-hmm. and i just i think we need to build our relationships with in our committee i know this year we kind of have branched out and started getting to know each other more because when i first came into it i 
knew, knew nobody. So I've been trying to bring people in and trying to build relationships with people like I have with you guys. And we just mm-hmm. kind of create that camaraderie and stuff like that. So I think that's our biggest thing is just getting to know each other. And because we have how many people, like a 100, lot. 120 people in our chapter. Mm-hmm. So. And what was that compared to last year? Um, last year we were sitting around 97, like a, okay. around the 100 mark. So we're, we're slowly growing. And I think we just need to get the new members in and kind of. Ingrained. Let them tell their friends and yeah, their friends tell their friends. Spread right. the word and what we're about and stuff. Because there's a lot of people on campus that are like, oh, all you guys do is just shoot guns and kill ducks. And I'm like, that's, that's not what – I mean, that's what we do. But it's – We also mentioned we're like one of the top yeah. raising conservation groups. Yeah. In the last four years, we've almost raised a million dollars. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's, 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 a whole, it's a whole lot different than what they think we do. Um, just like we said earlier, conservation and keeping keeping the environment where it needs to be. Yeah, like so. I know, like especially all of us, like we want to be able to like, like I know, like your dad especially like, hunted like back in the day. Like I want to have like my kids eventually be able to hunt. Yeah, and do all the stuff we do. I want to have like three crazy friends that can go hunt whenever they want. Yeah, mm-hmm. so but, and then have the ability to do that. So mm-hmm. but, that's all that brings up another question. Um, I had this question. And this was off to- or off the podcast when I was up at Ferris State a couple few trips ago. Um, kind of, it's a big question, but where do you think waterfall hunting will be in like fifteen, twenty years? Like you're, you'll be in your what forties? Yeah, yeah. I think it's be a lot different, honestly. I think uh, the more like we're getting into it, the more commercialized it's getting. It's just it's weird, honestly. Um. Long to Who knows what the flyways are going to look like? Yeah, the climate. Hopefully, and they come back well, towards us a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I don't I, know numbers wise. Like, yeah, the new the new duck thing that you said, the farm raised duck, that'll be interesting. See how uh, that plays some of out. The duck the East Coast, yeah, East Coast duck ducks. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Where'd you say they were from? Like Jersey, right? Uh, yeah. So that yeah, so I was East referring Coast. to the Meat Eater podcast. Yeah. Um, yep. The, that they had Dr. Phil Legretsky from the University of Texas, El Paso, on there um, talking about duck, mallard gen- genetics and DNA and, and just kind of the, the long story of that. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know in that podcast if they ever did mention, like, when they really started looking at genetics of mallards. I'm sure they did because um, – but it, it doesn't seem like it's surfaced the public until now. Mm-hmm. Um that type of research and and that's why it's like kind of getting as much attention as yeah. it is now so um i think that's kind of like, like what you said it's something that i think a lot of people are going to be looking at a little bit more um so yeah and who knows who knows what time else. time will time can only tell yeah 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 i think i think that's a good just good thing or to remind remind ourselves like yeah it's like you don't want it to be doom or doom and gloom and all that stuff um but as long as we do our part today and yeah try to put one foot in front of the other and, and conserve and, and do what we can to to save what we have um i think that's all all we can do yeah. so and just be good representatives of what we're doing out there and that starts with uh picking up picking up shells yeah. Picking yeah. Up shells and uh just being good stewards being kind to one another and um i think that's where it all starts so but how does that make you feel? 
old. Yeah. <laughs> you feel old already? Yeah. Well, thinking about 20 years in the future, like, Jesus, we're going to be 40 years pretty yeah. soon. <laughs> but, yeah, as a whole, I mean, I don't know. That'd be different. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where it goes in the next few years. Populations could grow. I mean, yeah, you never know. Who yeah. knows what we come out with? Like I said, time can only tell. Yeah. We just need we just need uh, the Huskers to have a winning season. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I was waiting all podcasts for that. Hey, we're oh, undefeated yeah, volleyball, number. though. Yeah, we're volleyball. volleyball, huh? And so- we're pretty good at soccer this year, too. I heard. That's what I heard. Don't forget our bowling, bowling team. Yeah, we're – Yeah, bowling team, too. I think we're pretty good. We Nice. We play yeah. at Iowa next week, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a dub against the Oh, Hawkeyes. dude, we got Iowa's number, bro. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. Win. Knock on – but it's knocking on wood. Knocking on wood, but – We'll Hopefully, see. I just want to go to a bowl game yeah. in my mm-hmm. tenure here, but yeah, especially if we go to like the Vegas Bowl or something like that. That'd be super fun. Yeah, but I love Vegas. One win at a time, or if a win at a time. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So, all right. Well, I think that's a good kind of spot to kind of wrap things up. Do you guys have any? Um, I kind of give you guys the floor here. Where do you guys have any like advice or tips or tactics that you'd want to share with? with the listeners and viewers i would say if you're a young college student and you want to go hunting just branch out to your local um ducks unlimited chapter if you have one at your college and ask those guys if they if can i go hunt with you or yeah. do something like that i mean communicate i know a lot of guys in my class that we'll start talking about duck hunting on the next day i might invite them to come hunt with us yeah so yeah. just be willing to invite other people or be willing to ask to go hunt with some of those kids yeah. if you're in college I'm assuming most of our audience is probably college students yeah. or whatnot. So just ask, and you can probably find some spots and some yeah. people to go hunt with. That doesn't even pertain to like just like going hunting with. Like I know like a couple of our guys um, in the chapter. We don't even we don't really hunt with them much. But like, like we bounce ideas off each other and kind of like uh, they go out a lot more west than we do, and just kind of like we check in on each other. Like how the bird population is doing out there. How are they moving? Kind of migratory status. Keeping tabs on one another. Yeah, you know, just trying to get an overall feel for the state and kind of the hunting conditions we're in. Because we're all we're all one group, so. Yeah. All trying to get the same goal, but. Yeah. <laughs> different ways. Yeah. Different results. Yeah. I'd also say kind of just like, especially college students, you know. I know, especially with us, uh, kind of bringing in younger guys. Yeah. Which yeah. has, like, been, like, truly fun. Because, like, I know, like, we finally learn a thing or two, and we're like, oh, yeah, we'll show them, if like, pretty cool guys. But, no, just bringing, like, young guys in, like, um, like I know a lot of it, it gets, like, repetitive, like, it gets, what's the word? Repetitory? Repetitive? Repetitive, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Repetitive. Um, but, like, kind of having younger guys just then kind of spruces things up. Like, they're, just like, I know, like, we have, like, four, five freshmen we kind of bring every now and then, and they just get so excited about any little thing. <laughs> and it's just kind of fun to see. But... Uh, it's, just, it's just something new, too. But that, and I also think, uh, last thing, I'm going to shut up after this. But I think uh, we started doing, like, a lot more, like, taking, like, moments of our hunts, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think this last year we finally started, like, like we got GoPros now, and we kind of try to, like, capture the hunt, you know, so you can go, like, especially, like, show your parents, show your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like, especially for me, like, my grandpa was, like, a huge Ducks Unlimited guy. So, like, going, being able to go back and, like, show him, Oh, look at this, or look at this video of like these birds coming in and we cleaning up and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. For sure. 
I mean, big thing for me as the chairman of the chapter, just don't be afraid to get involved. Uh, kind of what McGuire was saying, just um, branch out. And if you see, see or hear anything, don't be afraid to get involved. And I know it's kind of on your chapters or whatever, kind of on them to get recruitment out and everything like that, recruitment dates and events and stuff like that. But, I mean, it doesn't hurt just to go yourself and introduce yourself and, hey, I'm interested in joining the chapter or, or hunting, so anything like that. So involvement's the big advice I have is don't be afraid to get involved. Well, heck, we're living proof. Like a year ago, we didn't even know each other. Yeah. Now, like, yeah. best friends because yeah. of it. But. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy so. how that works. It's been crazy, but it's been fun. Yeah. Sweet. Good to hear. Um, well, la- lastly, I got to thank you guys for letting me come up yeah. this weekend. Thanks for out. coming. Yeah, we thank you for coming. I, I mean, thank we, you. Awesome. we were yeah. talking in Memphis, wanting to have you come for a week, mm-hmm. weekend. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad, glad we figured figured it yeah. out after some mis- yeah. mishaps with – you come in last week and the week before. Yeah, yeah. No, we got it all figured out. Ma- yeah. Was able to make the, the trip up here. It was a yeah. good one, and uh, got to hunt the same sp- like like I said in the podcast, yeah. the same spot I did three years ago. Some so memories, was, memories flooding back in. Yeah, so. that was something. So, but all right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap things up on this this episode of the Campus Waterfall Podcast. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in, and I I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. So yeah. see you Eat in a couple weeks. A lot of turkey. Yeah, maybe sure. maybe some duck. <laughs> yeah. Yep.